straight down the middle. Hey everyone, welcome to a special first day of fall edition of Golf Talk Seattle. I remain your ever humble caddy, Josh Kearns. For those of you who usually listen on Sports Radio 950 KJR, we're letting football play through throughout the fall. So we're going to take the rest of the year off on the radio, but I am going to continue producing and podcasting segments online so we can keep getting our golf fix all year long. And you can just download them wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, In fact, you're hearing it now because of that. And yeah, the weather does suck around here in Seattle. Everyone's punching their greens. The days are getting darker, but we're not ready to suddenly store our sticks for the season, right? Hell no, we won't go. Anyway, here's a suggestion for you. Head over to eastern Washington. The weather is still beautiful. The fairways are still firm. The leaves are turning. And let me tell you, there's no place better to head over to in eastern Washington than Gamble Sands. My wife and I just celebrated our 30th wedding anniversary earlier this month over there. We had a delightful visit to what's regularly ranked Washington's best course. And let me tell you, you'll understand why if you've never been there. And it certainly did not disappoint. We had such a fabulous time. Now, if you've ever been to Gamble Sands, you know what I'm talking about. I don't have to say any more. But if you haven't, pack up the car, get over there in the next month. The weather is absolutely fabulous. I guarantee you won't regret it. So coming up here, though, I had a great conversation over at Gamble Sands with head golf professional Matt Baum. We take a look inside what made Gamble Sands, what's uh, part of the DNA that keeps it such a fabulous golf course, but even more so, what's in store for the future. I got a big teaser alert for you. Washington's Best is about to get a whole lot better. There's a whole lot coming. So check out my conversation with Matt Baum. And we are back at Gamble Sands with head golf professional Matt Baum as we continue our visit here. So exceptional. And Matt, you know, when, when, when I talk about Gamble Sands, people always say, well, describe it. Tell me about it and all that. And I say, you just need one word, fun. And that seems to pervade everything that goes on here. But wouldn't you say that at the end of the day, that's what this whole experience is about, is having a great time. And, and, and it doesn't matter whether you're single digit or, you know, you're my wife who might break 100 once in a while. Everybody just has the best time. I could not agree more. You just said it there. The, from a scratch handicap golfer to all the way beginner, this course welcomes all players of all aspects. And I think my favorite thing that you said there is fun. Fun is why we play golf, right? We don't want to get there. We don't want to get beat up. We don't want to, not frustrated is the word, but have a tough time out there. And Gamble Sands offers the... Great views, good track with the fun aspect. And you said uh, something interesting when we were talking just now, which is bringing true links golf back to America. Yeah, I mean, you know, because that whole term, I've, I've been playing golf for, I don't know, God, how many years. But, you know, you always hear, oh, link style, link style. But there are very few places I've ever played in the United States where I could actually putt from 100 feet off the green and have so many different choices. And I'm told that is what the essence of link style golf is, is having so many options and being able to play the ball on the ground and have things roll out. And, and, and you just you giggle as you see the ball going up and you got to bank it around and all that. And, and, and Chambers Bay is, I know people will compare that, but Chambers Bay was made that if you didn't roll it to exactly the right place, you're going to go down to a 50-foot trap and now you're going to make seven and you're going to have a horrible time get kicked in the ass. And that's not the experience here. No, it is, like you said, on the ground golf. When I first came up here, I fell in love with, of course, hole number two right away. Um, 
watching the ball from the tee to the green and being able to use your imagination, use something that you don't necessarily use in your everyday golf game. I love flop shots. I love the trick shots, but there is nothing more fun than hitting a putter off the tee box like we do on number four. I mean, it's 140 yards straight down the hill, front, middle, back pin, whatever. Just grab your putter, tee it up, and whack it. And I think that is what gets people coming back, just because it's something that they don't experience in their everyday life. These slopes at Gamble Sands around the greens offer a more forgiving aspect too. So even not necessarily great shots or turn out good. And you don't get penalized for barely missing something, which I love out here. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I, who wants to go out and hit? I mean, I've more and more over the last couple of years. I don't want to be hitting three wood into par fours. I don't want to just be fighting the whole time. And to me, to have a look at birdie, to hit a bad shot and not be out of the hole and, and suddenly I'm just dying. And, and I think that is so cool. I also love the flexibility out here that if you want to have be quote unquote challenge, you can go back to the tips um, and all of that. But, but you guys have so many different tee boxes and so many different ways to play that it really is, I mean, just flexible and, and bends to the game of whoever's playing. And I will say that, you know, I went out and shot 82 today and it wasn't, I mean, I, I played okay. And, you know, could I have gone lower? Maybe could I have gone higher? Maybe. But it just, I never felt like, oh my God, I'm just gasping for air. You keep it in play all day long. You can find your ball off the tee, huge wide fairways. Rarely do you end up in our kind of desert native area. It's always nice from tee to green being able to not only one know where the ball is, but have a shot to better the next one. And I, I truly think that that's the way the golf should go just because Life's hard enough, I like to say, right? So you want to go out there and enjoy yourself. And if you are being able to fairway green two-putt, it makes it easier. And I just love the flexibility, like you were saying, from the green tees of 6,200, I believe, orange tees of 68, and the metal tees, which is our back tees, of 72. And I can tell you that it is, it's not an easy course from back there but it's still a playable golf course from back there. But you guys can also, I mean, you do WSGA events, uh, you know, qualifiers, things like that. I mean, you could make this place tough if you, you can tuck some pins, the wind comes up a little bit. So you could make, so anybody who says, oh, gamble sins, it's just easy. No, you you know what, if you want it hard, I, I would guess that you could make it hard. Yeah, for instance, we had the US Open qualifier out here, middle of May, and I think we played it at 7,200 yards. Uh, dialed it back to a par 70, so we had our 7th and 18th hole playing as par 4s. Uh, morning rounds went out, 66 was shot, wind picks up, probably blowing 30, 40 miles an hour, and people were lucky to break 80. So with the link style view, the ball rolls out more, no matter where you are. So the wind will affect shots much more coming into approaches, and necessarily not the easy fact it starts becoming that traditional like you said, in Ireland, the terrible weather, just grunting it through, trying to make it to the end. And so that was the first time I truly thought this golf course could play difficult, was watching them come in and finish and seeing people say, hey, I couldn't even get to number 18 and three, which wow. is traditionally that easy, not eagle or birdie, but that good feeling finishing hole. Well, let's talk about the future. You've been here now uh, uh, three seasons, right? Or two seasons? Almost two. So... 
I know you've got plans, you know, things that you would love to see done, the, the, the whole team out here, Brady Hatfield, the GM, uh, you, everybody else. What does the future hold for Gamble Sands? Because I know you're not, you're not just resting pat on what you've already done. You know what, I, I truly think we have a bright future, specifically with how much growth we've seen just this year. Um, we want to expand not necessarily only in the in-rooms, which I'm sure you were staying at are fantastic, yeah. but uh, we're looking at possibly another kind of shorter par three course. Don't have a set amount of holes, but 12, 13, 14 holes, something similar to Bandon at the preserve. And then the next one would be the next 18 hole golf course, which is just to the or that be the south of us in the cornfield over there, hopefully. And that is, it's great to have a fa- the, the owners, the family, the Gebbers family, um, you know, everybody involved so committed to that, I know. And, uh, and, and knowing that they're sort of like, hey, bring us a good idea. And, you know, if you convince them, they're going to run with that. And, and I think they've seen, and we've all seen, I mean, at the beginning, if you had said 10 years ago, we're going to build a golf course out in Brewster, Washington, be like, what? Yeah. I don't think so. And so you, you see that it just takes a little imagination. There seems to be plenty of that around here. Tons. And like you said, it. who would have thought that we would have a caliber golf course like this in Brewster, Washington? I, I had to look it up when I came here to see where I was going. And I'm sure that was much like Bannon when they started out. And we are a destination golf course. You come here, you relax, or you do a buddy's trip. It's You are alone with your game and the golf course while experiencing just the fantastic views. And I think that the family has just been unbelievably fantastic with not only us welcoming us when we came over two years ago, but in talks with expanding this and truly making it something incredible, which I believe we can do as long as we just keep pushing forward. Talking to Matt Baum, the head golf professional here at Gamble Sands. Season is winding down, uh, but what's interesting is in eastern Washington, a lot of people in the Seattle area don't realize you guys have a better fall than we do because we can turn on the switch and all of a sudden a couple of rains and everybody is soaked and we're sort of done and soggy and everything. And fall has got to be just stunning over here. It is not too hot, not too cold mid-80s. Thank God this year we got through with no smoke, which is fantastic. I'm sure those of you who played with us last year experienced some of that, but it is the perfect time. We closed this year October 20th is the planned close date, and I remember our last day of operation last year was mid-70s. So we could continue this weather all the way through season, which I hope we can. (laughs) And you have stay and play deal, you know, for people also, it's like, well, God, I don't drive all the way. We have great stay and play packages, great fall rates. So, I mean, this place, you know, anybody, folks, if you haven't been over here, I mean, it's just the value and it's a screaming deal. And I've driven over here just for the day. Kevin Calabro and I played recently. I drove, he said he was coming. I drove all the way over. Not every day you get to play with the Blazers announcer there, old friend of mine. But um, it's much closer than you think. It just is, you know, you first, you hear, oh, it's way up there. And so people tend to shy away from that. But really not that far and great to come and stay. You can come out, you know, come over Saturday morning, play, stay Saturday night, go home Sunday. You haven't impeded on your weekend a whole lot. Exactly. We offer a wide variety, like you're saying, of stay and play packages. One night, one round. Our most popular probably is the one night, two round, like you're saying, drive over play around to golf, stay the night, play in the morning, and you're on your way. It's You're not taking two to three days to go to a destination place, specifically for those in the greater Seattle area. We are three and a half, four hours away max. And to have a golf course with this caliber, with how unique we are with the Pure Fescue golf course, and, I mean, just the scenery. It's 
I'm sure you like getting away from just the constant commotion and I mean that's stuff that I miss of course being out here I miss my fast food but <laughs> it's just peaceful it's calming it's bring your friends bring your wife bring your kids bring your parents just bring someone to enjoy the just fantastic views and wonderful golf course well yeah and I'm just going to put in a plug for it's so big and for people who haven't been to a place where you just have this huge property like Circling Raven Wine Valley here, places like that, where when you're in your hole, you're, you don't see anybody else. You're, you're not like, they're not like, you're dodging balls coming from the other way and everything. You have, each one is almost its own little micro climb, micro system there. And it, you just feel like you are out in the grid. It's wild how, you know, it's hard to judge distances sometimes because it's so big that it looks, oh, that trap's right there. No, it's, you know, 280 out or, you know, you just... The scale of it is really grand, and that's something, I mean, this experience you can't get in a whole lot of places in the country. No, not at all. And coming from places, of course, that are surrounded by golf courses, like you said, it's unique in the fact that each hole could just be your hole. You could see for miles and miles the mountains, the Columbia River, and just to scale on how big everything is around you, it's, it's beautiful. Talking to Matt Baum, the uh, head golf professional here at Gamble Sands. And lastly, Matt, if you had one one favorite hole, I, I know there's signature hole. I know number two, everyone says, it's, you see it in all the pictures, downhill, par four, drivable, the river is behind it. Do you have a favorite hole? Like, if you asked me that question, I couldn't answer that question because there are so many holes out there as I start to think about it. I, was, I, I wasn't planning to ask you that. And it's like, no, you know, uh, two, incredible, four. I mean, there's just so many great holes, 17, 18. There's just 18 really great holes. There's no pedestrian hole out here at all. So very true. And, I mean, you even saying that, I was racking my brain thinking, what is my favorite hole out here? Because it seems to change depending on how well I do on them. Uh, Fell in love with this golf course because of number two. When I played number one, was like, oh, this is pretty awesome. And then just saw the just overlooking the Columbia and it's gorgeous. But if I had to pick a favorite spot, it is the 13th tee box from the medals. It's pretty much the farthest corner away from us and you can, it's the highest point on the golf course. You could overlook pretty much see every hole and specifically during sunset time, it's just, it's beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. We had a killer sunset last night. Is it like that a lot out here? It is. I have lots of, lots of pictures on my phone. Lots of them. And honestly, beautiful sunrises too. It's it's almost like home away from home for me. It, I love what I do, but I love just walking outside and just looking around. That's how I take breaks. And it's that I have this in my back office is something that I try not to take, not take advantage of. And it's something that I hope to discontinue having well i'm just going to encourage folks come out and see matt and and everybody else out here at the team i mean you feel like you're at home out here that's the other thing i love about this place it doesn't feel like a resort uh you know everything is it's understated elegant it's just it's nice and you can be as casual or as uptight as you want to be if you want a steak you can have a great steak or you can just have a burger meatloaf whatever the rooms are spectacular i'm talking to brian about that and uh, but i mean it's just so comfortable here. If you want the Four Seasons, the Ritz, this is not it. But I think more and more people want to be able to play with their shirt untucked. And I see kids out here on the golf course with their parents and people putting in bare feet on the putting green. And it just feels so nice. So I'm really grateful that we get to, to come out here. Thanks for the hospitality. Thanks for coming. We appreciate having you.
All right, so again, there's Matt Baum, head golf professional at Gamble Sands. And again, they're open until October 20th. Fabulous fall golf. You heard plenty of great packages, stay and play. So just get in the car, go over on a Saturday morning play, stay the night, and then come back on Sunday. Or maybe take the day off work. I, you know, I strongly suggest a sick day. As your doctor, I advise taking at least a day off to go over and play Gamble Sands. So that's going to do it for this edition of Golf Talk Seattle. Please share it with your friends you know, on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way you'll be notified whenever I post a new segment. And I'm going to be doing it throughout the fall and into the winter. And then we'll be back on the radio when the Seattle Golf Show comes around. I remain your ever humble caddy, Josh Kearns. I really appreciate all of you for listening. And we'll talk again soon. Take care. But it went straight